person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips, and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great, because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Hello, Mutiny Radio. It is Monday at 6 o'clock. It's time for Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We have comedians here tonight who are going to be doing jokes for you. It's a four-by-four set, four minutes of jokes, and then four minutes from your comedian peers. Hey, if you've got things to say, we want to hear them, so use one of those microphones that are out there. There are three microphones spread around the room for your talking pleasures. Uh, Here we are. I'm your host, Ben Benjamin. I already let you know that. We're going to be training tonight. That's exciting. Uh, We've also got new comedians. I've never seen some names before, so it should be an exciting, exciting night. Uh, When you hear the horn, that means you have a minute left. Uh, So just for your own edification. But it looks like most of the people have been here before, and they know what's going on. So put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everyone. It's Matthew Quirk. So I was going to talk about something else for a second, but I just got to say, I'm just so impressed with uh, Joe Avery's new do. So Joe, did you ever hear, you guys, did you ever hear of the show, uh, the game rather, uh, F. Mary Kill? Well, I've got a new one for Joe Avery. Uh, Gay, lesbian, or Bieber? Uh, with that haircut you got going on there. What do you think? Anyway, so uh, that's a new game. You guys can spread it. So uh, that's one of the rare times I had to raise the microphone. So hey, Burning Man sucks. Yeah, Burning Man fucking sucks. Anybody here been to Burning Man? No. Anyone here not been to Burning Man? Yeah. Yeah, stay not being to Burning Man, please. Burning Man sucks. I don't know if you guys recall, uh, a couple years ago, there was this whole thing like, oh my God, there's bugs out here. Infestation of bugs. Those of us who have been to Burning Man know that it's the lunar fucking surface out there. No bugs. That was the little tell that we put. Some of us experienced burners back in about 2000. We got together and realized it was getting too fucked up there. Too many losers. Too many regulars, too many basic bitches. So we said, hey, man, it's going to get too crowded and we need a way to express it to everyone. So we're going to put a little, if you ever hear bugs on the playa, that's the hint that none of the experienced burners are going anymore. And we're just going to leave the fucking sparkle ponies to go out there and die on the desert. Yeah. Yeah, so have fun out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Burning Man sucks. 
Burning Man sucks. So anyway, yeah, I was going to say Burning Man jumped the sharks, but I'm afraid I don't think any of you millennials even know what the fuck that is, man. No, you see, a shark was this animal that used to swim in the ocean. Boom. Climate change, global warming, keeping it current and real. So yeah, Burning Man sucks, dude. It really fucking does. The best thing they did about Burning Man was figure out the plumbing. They brought a bunch of porta potties out there. Oh man, nothing like being in a fucking sweltering hot porta potty that's just boiling over in the desert heat with all the human effluence out there, all the fucking rejects of the party drugs boiling up underneath you while you're trying to take a shit. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. That's killing in this room. I got a mean laugh. That's right. Yeah, it's just so horrible out there. I don't know. It was horrible enough when you just had to go out there and suffer, and that's what you went out there for. But now you got to go out there and suffer, and all these freaking tech assholes are out there with servants. They have slavery out there now, man. They have people who will just service you, not in the good way, who will just service you and go fetch your water bottle and make sure you're not, you get enough to eat. And I guess they wipe your ass out there because it's hot out there. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, now there's fucking slavery at Burning Man. And Grover Norquist went there. You guys know who that is? The raise no taxes guy? Biggest nerd ever. He's he's one of those fucking totally ungrateful uh, libertarians. And he's like, oh, look at this mecca of Burning Man. Man, people spend a million dollars to live for free for one week at Burning Man. It's fucking bullshit, libertarian dream, my ass. All right, I guess I'll take four minutes of comments on my lighthearted set. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Lighthearted, as always. Uh, Fuck Burning Man. It's uh, the most expensive vacation that drug addicts can go on. Uh, Hey, everybody. Comments for Matthew Quirk. I wasn't paying attention because I'm training a person. I'm training Tara Dorsey for for Tuesdays. Apologies. It's it's interesting all the Burning Man material because I feel like the only problem you might run into is the the people who care about Burning Man probably go and then everyone else probably doesn't care. So the fuck Burning Man stance might not resonate with a ton of people. But I think it might be interesting. It, you have a lot of hatred towards Burning Man, right? <laughs> so you used so you used to go, I assume, right? <laughs> He is the Burning Man. Oh, dude, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear more about like, because it seems like you're pissed at it, and so you describe all these reasons why it's not cool. But I feel like there's more of a there's a heart of the reason that you hate it, and I'd like to hear more about that. <laughs> my heart, more of my heart. Yeah. yeah, and also, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna want to use this in sets, you've got to lay a little more groundwork as to what the fuck you're talking about. Because uh, a lot of times, a couple of times, you're using like terms and stuff, and you just for, for anyone that doesn't know, it, which is surprisingly a lot of people that don't know anything about Burning Man, and you're in like a going to like a bigger room, you might want to just kind of explain things a bit more, and that could be all be part of it, right? Is you just ripping on it while you're explaining it? Just a thought. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, uh, I definitely want to continue on this Burning Man trip because, uh, uh, one, I'm on the, on the drugs, but, uh, no, I, 
I think to this point, describe more of the visuals. I think because we're not aside from the description of the bugs and the porta potty boiling over. I love the description boiling over, and he, that's phenomenal. Um, just more imagery of all the weird shit that's terrible that you're seeing, and how and and maybe harken back to how it used to be good, but maybe also shitty in its own way. You know, but just that. Cool kind of shit. All right. I'm the only person who knows why he did this Burning Man shit, it seems like, because Pam put up a post uh, for, for that she's doing a, if you attended Burning Man. And he said he, you went 10 times. Yeah, something like that. If you hated it so much, why'd you spend over close to $2,000 uh-huh. going back? I'm just curious. Act. I know it is an act, <laughs> but I, I don't buy it. I think it's really you yeah. too. So I, I mean, that's why I like about your act when you when you're really because I, I like anger and uh, resentment. Those are those are my yeah. bread and butter. So yeah. that's why what because uh, no, I went when it was Got cheapest it. and I enjoyed the experience, but I knew it was never going to be like that again. And uh, and I was free to hate it for the rest of my life. Whereas you went ten times. Yeah. So, but I think uh, I just know too much of the facts. That's why. Okay, my bad. But yeah, other than that, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Fuck these guys, man. You keep doing it. Thank you. All right, thanks. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Matthew Quirk, being funny about Burning Man. That's right. I Today, my goal was to um, book all the shows that I forgot I was supposed to book last week. <laughs> so I told myself when I woke up, I was like... I'm going to try to do them all in one day. Except my show topics next month are like really dumb. Like, I've been to Burning Man. And I didn't know any comedians that have been to Burning Man other than me. Uh, So I found out today that there are a few of us. And then the same thing with Libras. So if anyone, those are the two shows that I am having trouble booking right now. So if you've ever been to Burning Man or you were born a Libra, please, please contact me because I need you for these shows because I don't know who is who is what. Also, I need to make continual list of all the people that are single because I need people for like two dating shows this month and oh God. But anyways, I almost did it. I almost actually booked all those shows today. So thank you, Matthew Quirk. He's going to be on that Burning Man show on September the 8th, Decompression. I've been to Burning Man. I'm also trying to get normal people. So if you're a listening person who's not a comedian, but you've been to Burning Man and you've always wanted to tell a story on this radio station, please contact me because we'll listen to your story about being in a nitrous tent and getting stretched by a, a motorcycle rider too. That'll be fun. That's on nitrous. That's, that was, I had fun at Burning Man 2007. Your next comedian, hey, I think his new haircut's working out for him. You guys are going to love him. He's, I just, I love it when he's here because he's such a professional and such just a funny guy. Put your hands together, everybody, for Joey Avery. <laughs> fun music i uh it is actually funny i posted a comedy clip on reddit and uh the first comment that someone put was you seriously have a chance as long as you don't cut your hair <laughs> and i was just reading it like ha, ha, ha. jesus christ um let's see what did i want to talk about uh oh yeah i've always uh i've always hated psychics uh, I thought uh, I thought they were dumb, and that is until one of my good friends recently stopped into a psychic with his girlfriend, and the psychic looked at them and looked at their palms or whatever and said, oh, this is amazing. You two are going to get married very soon, and then stared at my friend in the eyes, and I was like, that is a brilliant psychic move, because now he has to do it, and she can just be like, well, God works in mysterious ways. 
That is a brilliant power play to put that in his mind. I have a lot of respect for them because there are psychics that have actual storefronts open in San Francisco. You know how incredible that is? Like, it's hard to keep a restaurant open here, and restaurants serve food and drinks. These people keep open brick and mortars with the idea that they know the future, but are also depending on your Yelp review to stay open. That's an interesting cross-section. I would love to be in marketing for a psychic. I feel like they're not doing it right. I uh, Maybe I'll just be a psychic. I'd have a perfect name, just big block letters above my storefront just call it spoiler alert <laughs> like that'd be a great psychic name um let's see what else you talked about global warming that's an interesting topic i think it's an interesting one because people are really only willing to give up things that they don't really need to make a difference you know like everyone's down to like oh i could you know maybe not drive an suv but people give up different ones. For example, a lot of people give up driving. That's their way. They think maybe if I give up driving and I ride a bike for the next few years, that will help contribute to a few more years on planet Earth. And that one's interesting to me because I would actually give up a few more years on planet Earth if we could get rid of the cyclists. Uh, that, that would be the sacrifice that I would make. When the fuck did they stop having to listen to the rules? Like, when did red lights stop being a thing that they had to listen to? They blow through shit all the time. They're arrogant. They talk shit. I got out of a car one time five feet near a cyclist, and he just leaned over as he rode by and said, fucking douchebag. And I was like, hey, that might be true, but you do not have the data to make that call on me right now, sir. Just talking shit on their little Schwinn high horse. I don't like them. Um, I don't like them at all. I, so I, that's why it doesn't surprise me that Lance Armstrong is the most famous cyclist. Like, he got a lot of shit because everyone's like, oh, he cheated. Guess what? They all cheat, okay? He just saw the drug laws as a red light that didn't fucking apply to him. Why are we surprised? Death to the two-wheeled. Um, <laughs> word. Um, what else? I, uh, I like being... I like being a human being, but sometimes I do think it's a little overrated. Like, I like walking around thinking I'm the best animal on planet Earth, and I do. I mean, I can sing, dance, I can make a hamburger. It's fun, you know? There's a lot of cool things going on. But sometimes I get really jealous. Like, when I'm hanging out with dogs, and I realize that every time they go pee, they get to become a landowner. It really gets to me. I could work my entire life, and I might never own land in the Bay Area. Every time I go for a walk with a dog, it goes on a buying spree. Okay, that pisses me off. I pee all the time. I could be <laughs> full of having land. Uh, that's flimsy. All right, that's it for me. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Joey Avery, everyone. Comments up to those microphones. So as far as the uh, uh, people giving shit up that they could easily give up, like I think you should get more uh, inane about it and be like, you know, like the straw thing. Have you heard about the straw right. thing at bar? Like yeah, shit, that's like a, that's a no good one's example. using the fucking straw anyway. Right. So like I'll give up straws and to-go cups. Right. Like, I'll ask what? for water. <laughs> yeah. And uh, shit, what was that other thing you were talking about? Psychics. What? I did. Psychics and cyclists. Oh, yeah, the yeah. cyclists. When did the threat of bodily harm from a car 
become not an issue for them. Like, like you know, yeah, the like red light option. How about the option yeah. of getting hit by a truck? When did that no longer get them to obey the rules? Yeah, you know? the like arrogance is out of control. Yeah. And I'm a, a roller skater, you guys might have heard. And I was skating in the bike lane once, and a cyclist coming by me was like, this is a bike lane, motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm like, I was about to pop him. I'm like, fuck you. I can fight on these things, you know? So, like, yeah. So more about Yelling the... More about the cyclist. Yelling at a rollerblader is such a fucked up thing to do in any scenario. <laughs> uh, my only critique, uh, I've, Joey, it sickens me how good comedy goes for you these days. So it's nice to see good old fashioned, unconfident Joey, thank, thank Joey you. Avery uh, here. Uh, I think right. you wrote a great bit for Matthew Quirk with that cyclist shit because uh, you look like five cyclists I walked by <laughs> on the way here. So you might yeah. be running into dangerous territory because right. I remember uh, one of my friends with dreadlocks, uh, he, he saw a comedy show at the Punchline and he watched uh, Nathan Habib right. bitch about techies right. for like five minutes and he says, what is he bitching about? He's, he's a fucking techie. He's a tech right. bro bitching about tech bros. And, uh, right. and so it was one of those things where it's like, uh, I like what you said about Lance Armstrong. Right. Uh, so it's like one of the, Whatever it is, uh, also ugliness works better on people like Matthew Quirk and myself. Whereas you're <laughs> yeah. you're too pretty to be angry at anything. It's fair. So it's you can't. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I but everything else sounded really cool. The psychic shit sounded great. Cool, about you. the about cyclists, um, there's a new thing happening in the mission, which is a pain in the ass. I don't know if you guys have noticed eight parking spaces disappearing in the last four blocks because they put up those fucking Ford bikes, those retarded Ford bikes for tourists. And you know what? They don't give them helmets they're giving them bikes now to use with their credit card there's no helmet so we're basically saying hey retarded person that just came to san francisco that has no idea how anything works at all with bike lanes you can't or do cars or anything we're saying hey drive around willy-nilly on a partially motorized bicycle with no helmets that was awesome Thank yeah. you. Yeah, awesome and true absolutely true yeah, <laughs> can't touch those. That was all. Uh, as a fellow pretty person, don't listen to the haters. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. I missed so. Yeah. Uh, so uh, well, I, I'm, I'm coming up soon. Oh, coming up. Yeah. yeah. So you got plenty of time to harp on me. Uh, no, but I, I I fucking hate cyclists too. I grew up in New yeah. Jersey, and it's all two lane back country roads, and they decide they're going to use the whole fucking thing. Right? Yeah. Um. So I think I. You can hate on the cyclists. Uh, maybe reference the fact that you look like one of them, right, but you want nothing right. to do with them. And uh, no, I think also, yeah, just talk about helmets. Helmets is a huge thing because, like, you know, the Ford bikes, all this bike share bullshit and everything. Right. Yeah, definitely harp on the helmets because that'll that'll uh, help. Uh, you know, you could take it dark or you could take it light. You could go, you know. Right. I hope they get more brain damage or you could go, you know. That is pretty dark. That, uh, <laughs> you hope they just die a quick death. Anyway, that's 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 enough. But otherwise, awesome. Huh? Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, real quick too, Joey. I was thinking the same thing. He was thinking, man, maybe that's like San Francisco's way of population control with all these people coming in and out. They just send them out on bikes to get murdered in the mission. You know, that's, yeah. that's really keep, what it's keep about. Keep the rent reasonable. Yeah. Keep the rent down. It's going to get higher if we keep these cyclists on the road is all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, or, or you can take it from an angle of, of, of going undercover as a cyclist to try and uh, oh, subvert, yeah. subvert the whole, the nice whole hatred of it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, could lie, you could lie and say that you're Lance Armstrong's uh, godson or, or cousin, yeah. nephew or something, like going undercover. 
I only had one thing was about the psychics is you could you say you wanted to be like a psychic marketer and you've been taking notes from uh, whoever did Miss Cleo's work back in the day because oh, she was no. the only a psychic I've ever seen yeah. an advertisement for <laughs> yeah, that's mainly what my mind one went ever to. so yeah so I know just a thought there. all right thank you guys Joey Avery everyone hooray hooray Your next comedian. Actually, before we get to that, um, someone just walked in. Are you Jay, lovely yes. lady? Oh, okay, good. I, then you're already signed up. Justin, did you want to be signed up? You're just watching. Yeah. Just checking. All right, your next comedian. Oh, Mean Dave does. I got you. Uh, I got you, Mean Dave. Cool. Your next comedian. What a funny guy. All the way from Mississippi. You're going to love him right now. Everybody, it's Matthew Banks. <laughs> How's it going? Huh? Pretty good. Uh, just moved to San Francisco pretty recently. What a strange place to... So many fucking lunatics walking around the streets. I don't feel safe. I really don't feel safe. And I'm not talking about the homeless people. I'm, uh, talk, I'm talking about the liberals. <laughs> um, the social justice warriors. Oh my God. These people scare the shit out of me. I'm from the South. I don't, I don't feel safe at all. Um, yeah, the homeless have an excuse. They need medication. Um, but I think the, those liberals, those motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> um, or something. I don't know, man. It's weird. Uh, yeah, the South, though, I gotta say, they're not painting the prettiest picture right now of, um, of America. Uh, doing some pretty fucked up things. The problem, though, is that what you see on the news is not really always what's happening they always show the dumbest fucking dude ever on there being interviewed about his thoughts on fucking racism and all this other stuff um i don't know where i was going it was going to be genius but i just i forgot um so yeah i uh i believe in god um i don't apologize anymore it's really weird saying that you believe in god when you live in san francisco Everybody here is fucking, they're fucking hooligans. And uh, they just, they're too smart um, for God. Like, like you can judge me when I'm banging all my virgins in heaven. Uh, yeah, I just choose whatever heaven has the, or <laughs> has the, I just choose whatever religion has the best heaven. Um, and then I practice it devoutly. Um, that's what I've been doing lately. I feel like, uh, I feel like if a serial killer were to abduct me, I'd really want a cannibal just because he'd be less likely to torture me and uh, ruin the meat, <laughs> you know? Like, dude, these tits would go great with some red wine and asparagus. You better, better not stab me there. Uh, <laughs> lay off, buddy. Um, feel like, feel like we could relate on a personal level. Serial killers. I don't know, man. They're whack. They, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I just think I think their energy is channeled in the wrong direction. Um, they do some pretty prolific shit, though, right? Uh, I'm horrible. I'm really horrible with names, but I'm great with faces. But I'm pretty sure that the people that are great with names are not. I don't think they're terrible with faces. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I know her name's Amber, but God damn it, I forgot what she looked like. Uh, I don't think that happens. Uh, might be just me, but...
but uh so basically i just don't give a fuck if somebody tells me their name i usually it's usually gone within a second uh especially if i don't plan on ever seeing this person again uh even if it's like a really hot girl i have a really hard time when i really try like all right you might run into her again you need to call her by name it never happens for me uh i don't get the whole the whole new age the the self-love thing um because why would I want to be friends with the enemy? Uh, like, like, I don't feel like loving myself is a good thing. Um, I think we, we might need to spread the love and uh, start loving each other and stop focusing on ourselves so goddamn much. Um, I don't know about you, but that's my problem. Uh, it's never worked for me. Ah, fuck. What else? So this is my molestation joke to close it out. Uh, so when I was a kid, my uncle used to touch me, right? And uh, the only way I would get through it is I would just close my eyes and imagine it was my aunt. <laughs> yeah, I was only uh, I was only partially molested. I never came. Uh, anyway, you guys have been great. Have a good night. Matthew Banks, everyone. Matthew Banks, dreaming about his aunt. Yes. All right. Comments. Comments. Uh, the self-love joke was hilarious. Um, you can even take that. I mean, there's a couple different routes you can take it. The one you did is like, it's better if we love other people. But you could also expand on when you're like, why would I want to love the enemy? kind of going more of that paranoid route of like, that dude's been sabotaging every one of my dreams. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I feel like that would be good. I think that the the stuff at the beginning, I think your like, Southern perspective living in San Francisco is all really strong perspective. Um, but I feel like you'll want to word it in a way that doesn't immediately put a lot of people in the crowd and like... Oh, fuck this! It is, it is the goal, and I, I think I think you can do it. But some of your other stuff had, I think, or some of the other stuff that you've done from that perspective has more than just like these people are crazy. <laughs> but they need Jesus is a great punchline for that. So, uh, back on that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> back on that. So you say these people scare me, but you never really elaborate. Yeah, that was kind of, it's kind of the intro to another joke. I was just kind of working on it. Oh, okay. To, yeah. To move into something else. All right, so, yeah. never mind. Um, is it off one-year-old racism jokes and you're yeah, trying to, I got, yeah, is I, it? I got a whole, like. It, how, it makes you feel comfortable. It right, it's it's that it's, racism makes you feel comfortable when you get home or whatever. Is that, it goes into and that. Like and the 5% Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I got you, okay. So, I was just kind of testing out another intro for it. Um, I was going to say, building off what he said, maybe instead of not using that joke, maybe just do the self-love hate one first to like get everybody on your side and then yeah, just yeah. like be like, there's too many liberals here. Like, yeah, so, yeah. so first like make them like you, then they're like, oh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> so. I normally do that last. <laughs> it's okay, Matthew Banks, no one knows no one likes him because he's fat. Sorry. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's all Americans. No, he has jokes about it. I was joking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Boris, did you want me to sign you up? I didn't yeah. see you on this list. I'll put you on. Okay. 
She doesn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think the uh, Southern racism thing, I think you should talk about the comfort. I was thinking back to the comfort thing because that's a really good way to do it. You just have to uh, give it an, a good analogy. Like, um, uh, see, racism to people in the South is like sweet tea. You know, it's really sweet and tasty and it makes you feel good, but it's going to get you killed. You know? <laughs> Diabetes. Eh. Anyway, uh, but yeah, just to, uh, I think more, more stories about the South and examples of how people are crazy down there, more tangibles, will help a lot, but otherwise, awesome. The, what I love is that everybody focused on the Southern shit and no one bothered to go anywhere near your pedophile closer. <laughs> Speaks volumes of San Francisco criticism right there, so uh, I love hearing your voice saying anything, so I don't give a shit. Thanks. Clap wildly, everybody. Matthew Banks, yay! Moving right along. You guys are doing great with your comments and listening. Do the same thing for your next comedian. He has a great show here on Wednesdays from 10 to midnight called The Night Space. And he has a book out called High Time Storytime. And you can buy that right now on Amazon.com. Put your hands together for Arden! Hey everybody, how we doing? We good? Yeah, yeah. You can buy Volume One of High Time Storytime on Amazon.com. Yeah, Volume Two will be out within the next week or so. I was working on that today. Uh, that's going to be super fun. So you should definitely download that and then demand your money back because uh, I'm on Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing. So yeah, I'm on there with self-help books that aren't helpful, books on writing that are poorly written, and Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. A lot, lot of winners on there. Uh, but I, I, I want to think about something for a minute and see, see if you can follow me. What does Elon Musk know about the mole people that he's not telling us? Because he has this new company called The Boring Company, right? where they're going to dig tunnels, and he's developed a whole new drilling technology and everything. And then, meanwhile, he's trying to launch rockets and put man on Mars, right? Are, are, is he preparing for an inevitable first strike against the mole people, followed by a retaliation, followed by us having to leave the planet? Like, that's what the fuck is going on. Did the North Koreans fuck up with subterranean nuclear tests, piss off the mole people, and now we're on the clock? Is that what's going on in North Korea's whole ballistic missile program? Is really just a really shitty space program trying to put at least two North Koreans on Mars? No? Well, fuck me then, because I bought stock. Anyway, I have a normal-sized penis. Uh, I was thinking about it the other... <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it the other day, I was looking in the mirror. Uh, I, I have an average-sized adult male penis. Uh, but I'm 5'7". So, you know, when you think about proportions, I, I look very well endowed, indeed. Yes, obstacle illusions are a fantastic thing. Uh, you know, every pair of pants I wear look great. Anyway, uh, speaking of Reddit, somebody mentioned Reddit earlier. And I was on a Reddit AMA, or Ask Me Anything. And this is what you do when you're famous, like me, and you have a book that's published and out. And instead of doing a book tour, because uh, who's going to buy a digital book, 
uh, and who's going to sign your Kindle, uh, <laughs> they, uh, uh, we decided, well, we'll promote our stuff by allowing people to ask us embarrassing questions and then on the internets for public record, and then people might buy our shitty book. So I was on there the other day, and somebody asked me a really personal, biting question, which was, uh, so how do you feel wasting that $160,000 education? I was like, Dad, get off the message boards. <laughs> uh, speaking of parents, uh, would uh, CBS News and all those people please stop telling uh, old people about all the dating hookup apps? I'm tired of matching with my parents. <laughs> See, it's an incest joke, but it's not a pedophilia joke. Uh, I'll end on this. Uh, Really, Elon Musk and the mole people. I mean, come on. It's got it. It's something there. We're gonna fi we're gonna figure it out in the comments. I know this, but think about Elon Musk. He's not telling us something about the mole people. Anyway, that's been my time. My name is Arden. Thank you very much. Arden, everyone, with his average-sized penis, but that is a that is an optical illusion. There's something there in that joke. There's something yeah. very funny about that. It's whatever six inches but it looks eight because yeah. of your size or whatever and i think that you almost got there at the end with the hobbit thing or something like that but the only optical illusions i know about that are like are in um the hobbit scenes and the lord of the rings when yeah. they like make someone look tall and someone look small yeah. because of the distance from the film there's filmmaking yeah. there there's got to be instead of looking like bilbo i look like gandalf you know? sure yeah with but because you're around but there's got to yeah, be something, something in there there's it, something in there yeah, the I premise is very funny that it's you think about little things like little people or lilliputians or yeah D dolls but then that doesn't work because ken dolls are tiny but they have no, no proportion dead. at all so yeah. i don't know but it's there's i would write about that a lot maybe do a high time story time specifically about that and then okay. see what you get out of it yeah well didn't you have some other bits about like your body being kind of small and that'd be kind of like a segue into that like it's all part of your strategy oh yeah yeah no the the rock climber bit where you know i might maybe five seven but i've scaled 600 feet in an afternoon so you're telling me you're six foot tall i can get this done yeah yeah, yeah. so like somehow weaving that all together yeah yeah definitely oh. other thoughts I, I i can hear negative things <laughs> I, 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 i'm not i'm not that fragile are you looking at this side of the fucking room all right yeah. just assuming shit no, you were making way too much eye contact with me for me to feel comfortable about commenting on anything earlier. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, uh, I just got confused in the beginning when you were going on about, uh, only because it was just spoken fast, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and for a guy, yeah, you toked up before you got up there. I was confusing. Yeah. Because, uh, no, I, I, I have parents that own a Tesla, mm -hmm. and uh, I make fun of them all the time for owning a Tesla because it just it feels like an, a driving iPhone. Yeah. Um, I know he's trying to get to the moon or Mars, Mars. or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if mole people is... Uh, necessarily mole people's like one of those things i always remember hearing about in the 50s and 60s or whatever and you're a millennial uh, I, I would imagine if yeah. i started bitching about mole people i would lose your interest right away and i'm 40 so uh, <laughs> yeah 
I'm just saying, no, dude. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll bring it up. There's, but no, there's. I make fun of Elon Musk, please. Oh yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because that 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 car. I was saying that I talk shit about Elon Musk in that Tesla because I'm pretty sure it goes back to headquarters. Well, uh, <laughs> like like the car knows and it gets back to Elon. So why would he? But the thing is, why would Elon Musk make a car named after another inventor from far away? Like why would he make because a car the appearance called a Tesla? of humility? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's Tesla. Tesla was the mad genius. That nobody appreciated, right? Right. So Elon Musk is the new mad genius who people are going to give billions of dollars to. Elon wants to drive a Musk. Right. That's a that's thing. That's true. Yeah. That's so we true. Called it yeah. a Tesla. Right, I would, but Elon's Elon's yeah. a good yeah. name for a car. I mean, an Elon, an Elon is a good name for a car. It sounds futuristic. It's, it's just it's, it's just feminine. weird that he would call himself Tesla when Tesla was a guy who did other things. Anyways, there's got to yeah. be something there. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to say, Tesla really isn't that bad, man. I know you guys are like bragging, like ragging on him real tough, man. I think he's doing some amazing things. I just want to Have put. Have you that worked out in there. the fucking factory? It's in Fremont. I know tons of meth heads that work there, man. Well, I mean, that's Non-stop a great job hours. opportunity for meth heads. I think he's he's breaking Shitty. down walls no. and barriers, no. bro. No, I mean you can't let your you can't no. let these crutches take you down. Is Dude, all I'm saying. No. You you of all people, no, me, no, Dave, no. should I, be supporting right. no, Elon. I'm not because the they need we to stay on meth. It doesn't help the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous at all, all right? Everybody clap again for Arden! Well, now you guys know how the Joke Workshop works, and it's great when you guys are all commenting and paying attention. This is exactly how it's supposed to happen. Uh, Tonight, he is training here for a new show with Jennifer Alves, who's also in the booth. You guys can turn around and wave at her. It's going to be on Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 and 9 to 10. They're still working it out if it's going to be two podcasts or one podcast or an open mic or just talking or whatever the fuck they want to do because it's Mutiny Radio, and they get to do that. But right now, you're going to love his jokes, so pay attention and get ready for Terry Dorsey! What's up, everybody that I know already? I love it when I know everybody in the audience. It always makes me feel way more comfortable. Um, Elon Musk is a genius, first of all. Let's just start there. And uh, I was really curious as to what is the average size. Does anybody know the average size of a man's penis? Six inches is average. So, okay. All right. I was just curious. I didn't know that. Um, We have to stop it with all this separatism, Okay. In America, I know this isn't a very funny topic to start out with, but I'm really sick of people being put into one category or another category and them judging you based off of if you're in that category or not. Okay, I'm be honest with you, I'm tired of Team Apple versus Team Android. This shit has to stop. Okay, <laughs> all of you iPhone people with your elitist attitude and your elitist m- emojis and shit, I'm sick of it. Okay, making fun of me just because I can't spend a thousand dollars on a piece of equipment that none of us need. Okay. <laughs> That's problem number one. And problem number two is, well, first of all, not even a problem, all right? Be honest. Where are my Apple people in the audience? Apple people, clap real quick. If you're an Apple user, clap. If you can put your phone down for five fucking seconds, okay? I'm sick of it, man. Like, because, I mean, you know, this is the thing. Apple makes an amazing product. We all know this, okay? It's a really, really good phone. They make really, really good computers, okay? They're not the best phones on the market. I'm tired of everybody sitting there telling me how the iPhone is the best. I figured it out, okay? The iPhone is the devil's toy box, okay? He had to find a new way to reach the masses. And I know you're sitting there thinking, like, damn, dude, that's a hell of an accusation to make on a product. But I think that Apple already made that statement very clear when they picked out their logo, okay? What is the Apple logo? It's an apple with a bite taken out of it, right? 
It's not Newton's apple because that fell and hit him on the head. The only other piece of fruit I know that's famous for getting a bite taken out of it has been what's been oppressing women for, I don't know, ever since ever, right? Because it's apple and Eve, right? It's like she took a bite out of the forbidden fruit. And I know that's what the apple logo is. The apple logo is nothing more than the forbidden fruit. Now, I know some of y'all going through some apple withdrawal right now. I see you putting your phones away and shit. Don't be ashamed, okay? You've already made your choice in this situation, okay? It's not just you. It's not just you. It's programming. It's society. You know what I mean? Like, it's the artist that we tend to listen to as well, right? You got Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z's probably the best rapper alive right now. Can we agree that Jay-Z's probably the best rapper alive? No. No? <laughs> He's definitely one of the most popular rappers out right now, right? Jay-Z is definitely a shepherd for the devil, man. Y'all don't understand? Y'all don't see this shit, man. Think about this, right? Jay-Z just came out with the album 444, right? Does, did anybody find that suspicious? You're like, well, Terry, that's not 666, right? But I'm going to educate y'all real quick. As above is below, right? So if you take 444 and flip it upside down, what do you have? No, you have 666 in the font that he used, right? But I'm going to go even deeper, right? The devil has always been trying to get the women because they know the women control the masses, right? So Jay-Z, probably one of the fuggliest rappers of all time, right? Somehow, somehow shows up with Beyonce when they first start dating. He said, no, no, we're not dating because she was too young, right? Same thing R. Kelly's getting in trouble for right now. But nobody tripped on Jay-Z, right? She was too young. That's not my girlfriend. That's just Bay. That's just Bay. Jay-Z was the first person I ever heard say that term in concerns to a woman. That's just bae. And I had to break that shit down. What is bae? Bite the apple, Eve. That's who the fuck she is, man. She, <laughs> he made her bite the apple. It's bite the apple, Eve. That's what bae stands for. And he's got everybody out here buying into the forbidden fruit, man. All I'm saying is pay attention, man, especially for you people who don't believe in God because y'all show promoting the devil, man. Anyway, listen, that's my time. Thank you guys so much. Terry Dorsey knows exactly what four minutes is like. I didn't even have to honk him. I was letting you go because I was so fucking entertained. I was like, give him another minute. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. All right, comments. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, it was very well done, but uh, your entire set was completely thrown out by praising Elon Musk in the beginning of it and then proceeding to trash Apple yeah. like there was like there was no connection whatsoever so no, man. so uh, immediately <laughs> disregarded all right i understand the Elon Musk hate man that's my homeboy uh, i hate to criticize an imdb listed comedian yeah be careful be careful what you say okay check my record my credits and my record first but <laughs> You're walking, you're lead into it. I mean, it's a good, it's a long joke, so it takes like some lead in, but the yeah. lead in was a bit long. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know, just, I mean, even just the Newton line, taking that out, just trim, trimming stuff like that. Gotcha. It's not really relevant. No, no, it's definitely relevant. I feel you, but I don't listen to you because you don't have any TV credits. So once you get some credits, I'll take your opinion. Now I'm just playing, man. That was just a joke on Facebook. I was just being silly. I was just geeking out, man. That was, a, was like, shit, I'm somebody kind of. <laughs> that nobody cares about. Anybody else? That was it? I'm cool. On, well, thank I'm you guys so much, man. Much appreciated. Yay! He's perfect. I'm on IMDb too, but nobody nobody knows that. I was. Nobody cares about IMDb. It's fine. No, I was in a movie uh, called uh, Coup d'etat 
and it was about 10 years ago and they actually used my house for filming and I got to be like reporter number two and I had a line and so I was in a movie and that was exciting. Yeah. Yay, whatever. And I was in a funnier die thing once. Yeah, you don't have to clap. It's okay, you guys. I know, I know, I, I don't exist. Your next comedian, wow. He just opened my eyes today to a, a whole new world. So I used to go to Burning Man back in the day. And back in those days, I would sing karaoke. And that was a thing at Burning Man. Ten years ago, I was like, you could sing karaoke. And then today, I'm trying to put this together, this com- comedy thing about, oh, I've been to Burning Man. And, and Marty goes, well, I'll, I'll do some networking at Burning Man when I go to the shows. And, the open, and I'm like, there's fucking comedy at Burning Man? There was, they didn't, that didn't exist ten years ago. That's the only thing that might make me want to go back to Burning Man is the um, ability to possibly get booked on a show. He just got booked on that show at Burning Man. You're going to enjoy him right now. Put your hands together for Marty Cunney. Uh, Thanks for the intro, Pam. Um, I want to talk about something that's near and dear to a lot of people that go to Burning Man's hearts, uh, Costco. Because I fucking love Costco. I am a Kirkland man. Okay, guys? It's a, it's a wonderful place. I mostly like it because it's, uh, it's really a lot like my, one of my other favorite things, which is going to strip clubs. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of similarities, you know? Um, every time I walk in through the door, I'm just like wowed away by like how much bigger everything is than it like really should be. It's like, wow, there's no need for a five pound bag of tortilla chips like wow there's no need for 48 triple g tits like those have no place in the natural existence of life right i don't know it just weirds me out and then you always like you know you go in and what are you really there for right the free samples that's what you tell yourself right you're just looking for those free samples in uh, costco you know it's a bite of steak it's uh it's some chips it's a little cup of soup uh, in the strip club, it's that, that astrobe you get when you're uh, not getting lap dances at the bar and just trying to order a beer, you know, that little come hither with the, with the old rump. Uh, but same, the result is always the same when I walk out of the places, both places, right? So I always end up spending about $300 more than I really intended to, and it's only cash, right? I don't know. A lot of similarities there. Um, I also, uh, you know, recently got my... Uh, my doctor's recommendation for marijuana, which is, you know, great because I get a lot of anxiety when I go to my drug dealer. So that's what I told the doctor. And, you know, easy, easy turnaround right there. Uh, I love going to dispensaries. They're really just a magical place. It's like going down the cereal aisle in, the, in like Safeway, right? You got all these fucking wacky names for all the fucking weed there. You got like your can of cookie crisp and your Skywalker OG Kush and all this crazy shit like that. Like, I'd probably take way more other medications if they had wonky-ass names like that, Like, right? It'd be so much cooler. Like, Pfizer should be taking notes here, right? Like, instead of taking Adderall, wouldn't you rather take, like, Focosaurus Rex or something cool like that, right? Or instead of taking, like, Lipitor, you'd be taking, like, Fatty Flush, you know? They'd have, like, some, like, cartoon chicken on the front of it being, like, something like that. Or even, like, um, I don't know, like, Prozac. You could be selling, like... Whatever. I don't know. That is, I can't wait till Costco gets sell on re- weed, right? Man, that's gonna be a glorious day. It's be like, wow, this is. I didn't. I don't think you can overdose on weed, but if there's gonna be, be a way to do it, it's gonna be through Costco quantities of weed. It's gonna be like four bricks, like 
saran wrap to each other for like 40 bucks. Like, I'm going to go get higher in giraffe pussy. Um, Speaking of giraffe pussy, I was thinking about bestiality the other day. And, uh, you know, the big problem with bestiality everyone's got, right, is that animals can't really give consent, right? That's the whole thing. You can't really, like, say that, like, the animals are liking it because they can't consciously give consent. But I can get where some guys might get confused, uh, specifically guys that like fucking horses, right? I feel like there would be really easy to get confused there because if a horse didn't want to be getting fucked, uh, the last place you'd go stand is right behind that horse. Am I right? Like, I think every horse fucker would have a limp, you know? You'd, you'd, you'd spot those guys a little, a little ways away. I don't know. Just a thought I had. Uh, I... Uh, Pretty failing, pretty bad at the, at the dating scene. It's pretty sure because I, uh, I don't really take a good dick pic. Um, I don't know. I haven't really mastered my technique yet. And it takes a lot of tries. You know, I've been trying. Uh, I've been trying all the different angles. I tried from the top, you know. But then you can clearly see my spare tire in the picture there, right? And you don't, no one wants to see that. I tried it, uh, like, doing it from the side, like in the mirror, you know. But it's just impossible not to look like a serial killer in that pose. Like staring into the mirror like staring back like dick out like, it just looks wrong right so i tried to go below uh figured you know you get that extra half an inch because the like the the distance between your ball to your dick and you know that's a, that's an impressive posture so i thought i'd go with that and i got very short arms so really just looked up uh, ended up looking like a close-up of like a fucked up beach ball and so i said okay use my use my brain i got a selfie stick and i went even lower i said okay finally got the good angle right Took the pic, took a look at it. I was like, all right, this looks good. But then I saw, you know, in the background of the pic, it was like this. I photobombed my own dick pic. Like, <laughs> I was, my little face winking back there, like, oh, God damn it. I don't know what to do about this. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Marty Cunny, everyone. Home dick pic lessons. Okay, so you, um, you asked how much weed that you need to smoke to overdose. It is an unheard of amount. It's like you'd have to ingest something like 20 pounds in an hour. It's completely impossible. Even if you took it down and made it all the THC into tincture, you would have to drink so much of it that you'd die from alcohol poisoning before you would die from the THC overwhelming your system. That's basically like how much it is. It's roomfuls. It's like a room full of weed. So no okay. one has ever do- overdosed from marijuana. It just doesn't exist. I'll stop perpetuating that scare, Pam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have a question for Pam. Pam. I have a question for Pam. Pam, how close have you come to overdosing from weed? Well, I, well all the only thing that happens, and you probably know about it, is ego death when you eat too much marijuana and it's, in your, it's getting absorbed through your gut so it turns from THC into THCV and your body's just completely overwhelmed with THC and THCV and it's lasting over time. You, you just feel like you're going to die. You don't actually die. So have I hyperventilated and had multiple panic attacks yes so many times so so many times but not actually overdosing this is about marty though in his sense (laughs) i feel like i'm learning it's creepiness you can really play on that creepy thing too it's like a reverse ted talk (laughs) (laughs) i bring up the topics and you educate me Boris, what do you want to say? Um, I was just going to say, um, when you start talking about Costco and weed, I feel like there could be a funny line about samples because Costco has a lot of like, oh yeah, it's out samples. So like a sample of weed, I don't know. Yeah, well, I if you start, like, I mean, you just never leave the store. Yeah. <laughs> you go right to the mattress section and it'd be full. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a thought. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. 
All right. Mean Dave says something to say. A lot Ray. of dicks in that set. That was four minutes, Pam? <laughs> yeah, four minutes. That was, yeah, it was a lot of dicks in that. Horses and humans. It's all very slow. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, I was, I was curious if, uh, I don't know, maybe because you went from fucking a horse to uh, taking a dick pic. And uh, I don't know, uh, some maybe you can take a horse's dick pic. I don't know, in between. Uh, that's a good idea. That was all. No, I mean, I don't know if it's a good idea. Don't, no, don't, that's a don't thought. Take it. No, that's a thought. It was just one really, of those things. I've been working on the dick pic thing into like a dating mm. app. So it would actually be, if I did the two jokes around the same time, uh, it'd be a lot more separation between them. So it could be a funny callback I, if I it somehow. Was, it was a long setup too. I like the punchline at the end. Uh, I just know it's uh, sometimes a lot of times audiences get they can kind of get tracked off with a yeah. long set. Yeah. Kidding, I love doing long setups and, and I know it. They, they lose, I lose people all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I like the punchline of the photo bombing your own dick. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you could work a horse's dick in there too. So yeah. I think that's you, what she said. Yeah. Can I say something? Can I say something? Um, just by looking at you with that mustache and stuff, you totally God look like it. someone that would fuck a horse. <laughs> So that was just my feedback. I can't walk in here without getting a fucking creepy mustache <laughs> comment from behind that booth. You choose that look, Marty. You're, you every morning wake up and look in the mirror and you choose this look before going out the door. He looks like a teacher that like would teach third grade and then be reported for pedophiles later. I mean, with those pants and that belt buckle, it's just screaming horse fucker. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Great. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Oh, wait, one more comment. Jay has comments. Oh, yeah. Hi, Marty, who I've never met before. Um, no, I was just going to say there's probably some wordplay in the chips tits thing you did at the beginning. Instead of starting your sentence over, you could just. Yeah. Yeah. Word? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's called assonance or slant rhyme. It's rhyming the embedded vowel sound. So chips, dick. It's that is sound that's funny when you five carry it. Chan, five pound chips, 80 pound tits. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Dick, tit, chips. They all have the is sound. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Thanks a lot. Arden still. Oh, Arden wants to say something. Oh, wait, shit. Did I lose it? Did I lose it? No. No. No, I got it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, clap wildly for Marty Cunney. La, 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 la. Marty Cunney, it's so funny, funny. I had a dream about Burning Man last night, except that it was it was because I was sweating in bed because I was very hot. But I was dreaming about Burning Man and I was trying to find the, and I had to pee, and I was trying to find the right place to set up my tent. And I said, we should go set it up over by the trees over there because Burning Man was the camp I went to in junior high for whatever reason. That was the setting. And I thought myself in the dream, this can't be Burning Man because there's no trees at Burning Man. And I'm setting up under a tree. There was soft bark. I was there, there was just a lot of sweating in my dream, which is why I think, and dreadlocks, and a person with dreadlocks. <laughs> Dreams are so weird. Your next comedian, it's her first time here. I'm so excited that she's here. You guys are going to love her. Clap your hands together for Jay Robinson. Hi, uh, this is actually kind of scares me, and I also have to pee, so. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just hold it, and uh, if you guys could just hold your comments. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> So um, I'm going to try not to read off of my phone completely, but I'm going to read off of it some because I need this handicap. Okay. Um, So I'm kind of new to San Francisco, and ever since I moved here, I kind of have this psychic ability uh, to know when someone is defecating in the streets. It's kind of like, like I'm just walking down the street, and I can just sense that someone is taking a poop. And for whatever reason, I always look 
directly in that direction and I see everything happening, even though whoever I'm with sort of doesn't see it. So I kind of have embraced it and I kind of think it's like, it's like a poop superpower or like a pooper power, if you will. Um, especially like, you know, when you like, when you first get a superpower, like you can't control it. So like I always can see it, but there's nothing I can do about it. And I, I guess I don't want to call it just a superpower because I want to stay humble and I don't want to really like outshine you know, Batman or <laughs> Superman, is that what his name is? I don't know. But, um, I haven't really honed in on this power, so I guess I could like go to one of those schools and like learn about it and, and train. And uh, one day, I guess, when I would see like Batman and Bane in the street, I could actually help Batman out when he's about to be attacked by Bane a block away, because that's how super villains and superheroes stay there like a block away from each other and they take paces towards the middle and they shoot, right? Is that, so anyway, and I could help them out. I could do like, hey, Bane, and I could point uh, because someone would be midstream uh, pooping and he would lock eyes with that person. And I don't know if you guys have ever locked eyes with someone doing something so gross <laughs> or personal, uh, but it's pretty weird. Um, one time I actually locked eyes with this guy doing something called pocket pulling. Does anyone know? No? Okay. Yeah, exactly. He was, uh, <laughs> I was working at Starbucks. It was college. I was taking people's orders. And I remember seeing this customer come in that always comes in and he went to go pick up his drink. Uh, and between ordering and picking it up, his face kind of like all the color drained from it. And I remember the person next to me, the barista, she was like, hey, Jay, you got to tell that guy to get out because uh, he's pocket pulling in the corner. And so me, being the curious person that I am, instead of just looking over, I walked around over to him uh, and his eyes were cocked to the back of his head and he had his hands in his pants and he was uh, pulling, I guess they're not really pockets, but he was pulling <laughs> his pocket area, pocketal region, and so I uh, kicked him out. Um, yeah, sorry. And so anyway, I think when I think about the guy that was pocket pulling and like Bane locking eyes. Um, I sort of think being in that situation and calling out that guy for pocket pulling in the corner of the cafe and locking eyes with him, I'm pretty sure that's my origin story. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> that's, that's it. I really do have to pee, you guys. No, just kidding. Radio. Yay, Jay. So, when I want to start, um, just by uh, your appearance, you're a beautiful, beautiful woman, uh, but you also, today, you're dressed kind of like Uhura from Star Trek, like you're an intergalactic cheerleader kind of thing happening. <laughs> like, that's um, just... Is that good or bad? That, yeah, that's or? great. No, you're okay, a beautiful I woman. Know. I just thought that you looked like, uh, you just look like, uh, like a really good-looking version of Uhura from Star Trek. Uh, and cool. then, with the old-timey West poopy thing, I like that. Um, I would like to hear, like, a song, like... Like, so when you said the two superheroes facing up, then yeah. you had them walking down the street, what it made me think of is an Old West shootout. Oh, like of two yeah. people getting up to each other. And like a tumbleweed goes by, and then you see the locking eyes, and they start the crowning with the poo or something. Like I like I saw, like I've just, I thought. I, I think what she's saying, there's a movie in this. <laughs> right, well, there's a movie in but I, I, was, I just went the back. For some reason, what you were saying gave me a vision of Old Timey West because you were going on with the superhero so I think you can do both do that yeah that sounds good thanks 
I I, uh, I like the superhero poop power. Uh, I, you're mentioning going to school. I would uh, directly say, uh, you know, kind of like an X Men Academy, but for you know. Yeah, I did uh, not say that. And then <laughs> and then uh, you, you know when you early reference it, like you can't control your power, so it's like, you know, you're trying to figure out what to do. So it's first as you see it, and then you just yelp. Okay, like you know, just acknowledging it somehow. Okay. Um, but over time, you can maybe make porta potties appear around them, and you know, it's just like uh, so, you know, just play with it, expand and see, the superpower. Yeah, just yeah. just see where you could play with it, and what you could do with it. But otherwise, yeah, fantastic. I love it. Maybe hemorrhoids killed your parents because they were so constipated and they couldn't. Oh they yeah. Couldn't poop oh wow. Or something. They, they couldn't find so, a public toilet. It's like suicide. Your that's why you. Yeah, just one. Uh, well, no, only for yeah. Marvel and DC uh, and Dark Horse and pretty much all the publishers. But yeah, <laughs> nerd. Okay, listen. Um, the uh, okay, the pocket pulling joke. I think it's something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, more importantly, when you said he went in with both hands, I was like, God damn, what yeah. type of? <laughs> you know, like I feel like you missed a bit right there because you. I, I mean, I feel like this is a true story, right? Yeah. I know it's a true story because she went there. Like as you were telling the story, you weren't here with us in the in the room. You were there in the Starbucks. Now I know this is is this something you talked about on stage before? Uh, one time. Okay. What you got to do? This is just simple advice. I thought it was some funny stuff there, but you got to look at people's faces to know where to pull the funny out. So you can't be stuck in the joke. You kind of like I said disappeared on stage for a second. Okay. You were there because you wanted to get the story right. Yeah. You know the story, so now you gotta tell us the story. But you gotta tell it to the people in the room because there's some funny shit in there. Okay. Yeah, went from pocket pocket, region. We would put the yeah, second hand in. You, you went from pocket pool to pocket polo or some shit. I don't know, some, something yeah. like that um, to that extent. <laughs> or you uh, say I just like how you Terry can... Dorsey was able to say, you know, pull something out of there, and yeah. nobody yeah. laughed at that. So anyway. I, I oh shit! Called... I didn't even hear that, Dave. I, Damn. I thought it was I, called pocket pool, like it's a game. Oh yeah, pocket pool. There's no rules. I think it's pocket pool. Once your hands are in your pants, it's a real game. Pocket pool. Yeah. Two hands. Don't know which one it is. I thought it was. P U L L because you're pulling. So, yeah, so I you're that. pulling. Yeah. No, of course, so you would think that you're a woman, it's, Jennifer. It's you don't have one to like pull if you're on. From the Mid Atlantic exactly. States, it's pool. So you're the Stop woman explaining but, to us, no, or however I, you would say. I, I, I love the bit I, I, about that uh, because <laughs> at being a fellow barista, I've had a, a, a dick presser. A guy just pulled his dick out and pressed it up against the glass of the store. <laughs> Yeah, see, see, yeah, so pocket pulling, so it, instantly I had, I was like, oh shit, yeah, dealt with that. Um, so yeah, just take it, like, I, I want to hear, you know, the first words out of his mouth when he ca- you catch him. Like, you, you can keep going with that because it, it, you've got material for days. So, yeah, okay, no, but thanks. yeah, keep, te- keep teasing it because it's really good. Cool, thanks. Give it up for Jay, everyone. Jay Robinson, we hope you come back to Mutiny again and again. If you guys don't know about it, we have lots of open mics here at Mutiny Radio. Not only do we have the 6 to 8 on Monday joke workshop where you are right now, we also have a Wednesday 8 to 10, which is called Trish and Dan Face Oblivion. There's always a pre-sign on the bacon. You can figure that out, Bay Area Comedy Network. And then on Friday, there is six to eight open mic, happy hour open mic. But other than those three open mics, there's a great showcase every Friday and there's 
13 shows that are run by comedians, so or 14, and those don't include the live shows. We have so many comedians at the station, it's awesome. Uh, and you'll be able to hear Terry Dorsey and Jennifer Alves coming up soon, 8 to 10 on Tuesdays, that might be called TNA, but spelled cutely, or they're still making decisions. T-E-A, ampersand, A-Y-E. We're still waiting to hear back from the board on the final they're, for that. They're, they're voting. Your next comedian, I am so stoked that he's here. It was fun to talk to him on the internet today. I laughed and laughed at the weird long fight he had with a person who I think works with him, but wow, it was fun to see. I was like, this is this is the best thing that's happened all day. I was just petting my cat. And now, uh, but hey, we get to see him right now. Clap your hands wildly for Mean Day! Yeah, that was uh, on the mutiny. That was, or I was on the, the Burning Man thing. That's my friend Will Bolt. He just moved back to the Bay Area. And he was the guy that I blame. We both blame each other for starting stand-up comedy. And uh, so you'll be seeing him one of these days. And uh, yeah, no, and he was, he basically commented that he, uh, he never went to Burning Man. So, and he had a long-winded answer for it. And in other words, that just meant, no, you saw it. Yeah, I didn't even know who you were, but I saw you click like on my comment. So now, now we're besties. All right, Marty. All right. Hi, sir. I like you, man, because you're not a comic. I love that shit. Or maybe you're thinking about it, but still in the gestation period. Because I, like this, this, I like the quiet people, man. Always silently judging the motherfuckers in the room. You know, my, I like that shit. All right? Cause, I mean, and the reason why I say if you have a gun, you know, I like that too. Um, anyways, uh, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to rant I don't, uh, about something that uh, AC Transit is our uh, East Bay bus system. And uh, recently, I was I, I I use a Clipper card only for AC Transit uh, because uh, you know it's uh, I don't know it seems to be doing a pretty good job tracking your funds. You get ten cents less, or it's it charges you ten cents less. And uh, recently, last Sunday, I uh, got on the old 251 uh, in my area, and bus driver number three two seven seven eight told me I didn't pay the fare after I clipped my clipper card and I had $2.40. The fare is $2.15. I saw it clip, saw it take my money, had 25 cents left, but when you have a low balance, it adds an extra beep. And uh, this woman, uh, she, I'm not, I, I say woman like it, was, it had nothing, this bus driver, genderless bus driver. She, uh, she said, I went to go sit down. She said, excuse me, sir, you need to come back up here and pay the fare. And I said, I did pay the fare. And she said, no, you didn't. Your card was declined by the clipper machine. And I said, no, no, that, that extra beep is uh, informing you that my, my, informing me that I have a low balance on my clipper card. And she said, do you think I don't know what the beeps mean? I said, I know you don't know what the beeps mean. <laughs> and uh, this proceeded to be an argument for the next about 10 minutes as the bus stayed at Thornton and Russian uh, in Newark and uh, as she basically berated me. What I learned is that I was, I'm pretty sure I was profiled. I look like somebody who doesn't pay for my bus, pay my bus fare. And uh, that's not true. I respect AC Transit. I respect all bus drivers. I pay my bus fares because that is not an easy job to drive all these buses and weaving all around that. It's Bart who I cheat on a regular basis. 
Uh, yeah, I don't respect the fuck out of Bart, all right? I, one, of my, one of my friends, actually, I do a joke about suicide. Actually, it's not about suicide on Bart. It's about the advertising that says suicide is not the route, and that's a, that's a pun right there that they're trying to discourage people from killing themselves on Bart, and I don't I think that's in horrible taste, and uh, one, of the, one of the biggest fans of that joke is a Bart driver with two confirmed kills that I met uh, at one of the comedy shows. So, uh, so I, I'm all for not paying for Bart, but this number, bus driver number 32778, and I'm going to keep repeating it in case anybody from AC Transit ever f listens to this, because I, I wrote a complaint on Yelp, I wrote a complaint on uh, Facebook, and I, I sent a, a message to AC Transit. So I'll be damn. so my goal is, is to somehow write a fucking bit where I will endlessly carry on bus driver number 32778 and point out what shitty fucking service she gives because the fact is there are bus drivers I've seen people get on the bus and have the worst acts of trying to get out of paying for bus fare and they let them on the bus they let them on the bus and it's no problem here I pay for my bus fare and I know I did I saw it and and this woman this bus driver because I've seen a, I've seen a man do it too now here's the thing all this all this interaction talking I saw I saw an old man bus driver also do the same thing to this one lady who didn't even know any better and I saw I heard the beep I knew it was just a low balance and she said you, he said you need to come back and pay pay the fare he didn't pay the fare and uh, all of this is teaching me is how to be prejudiced against old black bus drivers because that's the only thing they had in common and uh, so and that sucks because I don't want I don't like profiling anybody but now I have to determine whether or not my clipper card has a low balance I have to make sure and see if I have correct change and if I have an older black bus driver I'm gonna be paying cash that's just it and, it, and it's it sucks to think that and this is not intended to be funny I've said this before and I'll say it again I don't always do comedy for the laughs I sometimes do it for the thoughtful peace and quiet after the jokes and this is a very good place to say these kinds of things and thank you Pam Yay! Mean Dave everyone Mean Dave I love your theory Muni good Bart bad and AC transit good and AC, but for the Muni, most part but Muni good yeah, Muni's uh, very good. Because yeah. they're they are sane. It's harder out here. And they should get a free hand job or some or you know, <laughs> from any anytime they complete a route. You know. And the worst the worst things happen on Muni. And I, yeah. You might you feel free to point I actually literally saw a guy take a shit on a piece of newspaper on the twenty two and then he got off at sixteenth street and the the Muni bus driver looked back and was like Picked, at least it was on paper picked, picked yeah. it up and yeah. put it and that's when they came back and said at least it was on paper <laughs> and I was like you are a god like I if they, I hope they paid them $32 an hour mm -hmm. I have no idea what they get but they deserve yeah. more but yeah fuck Bart yeah Bart's I, I mean I, there's, I'm sure there's bad things there too I mean it's just you got more room to shit and pee you know if anything <laughs> so yes Marty uh, if you ever wanted to expand this into a bit at all but you could Talk about how your your retaliation besides your reviews is counter profiling old black bus drivers. That counter profiling. That's a good word. You Thank you. You got the words, you got the mustache and the, the swashbuckling vibe of you know a dictionary. You know literature. You know what to, counter what was that again? What was that word again? Counter profiling. Counter profiling. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna have to write that fucker down. God damn it, I'm not gonna remember counter profiling. But yes. Come on, motherfuckers. Don't be scared. I want to. I think. You have no comments. You have no comments whatsoever. I like I it. I think. Keep the comments up here. I like it. 
counter than reverse. I like the part about just the angry old black bus driver. Yeah. If we're only being honest, anyone yeah. that's old and black is super angry at the end of their shift. The, he is. So I know this guy you too. Can argue, and even if you're right, you're wrong. So no, do you want to know what's fun, fucked up about it? this guy? Actually, took the wrong turn uh, one time uh, when he was new to the same bus line. Uh-huh. He took the wrong turn. Uh, he was supposed to go make a right, and he made a left. He didn't realize until two stops later. He had a full bus, but he, everybody knows this guy to be an asshole. Nobody wanted to tell him he made a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Did I take a wrong turn back there?" <laughs> and I'm the only one who spoke up and said, "Yeah, you made a you made a left. You're supposed to make a right back there on Paseo Padre." And he goes, and he laughs, and he goes. Y'all supposed to tell me when I make a wrong turn. Yeah, but if you would, then he would have told you to shut the exactly. fuck up. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was saying. I'm like, no, I, you got us in the catch-22 here, asshole. I know exactly. And I ended up, funny thing was, I ended up directing him back on the correct route, and he thanked me at the end of that. So, But he's still an asshole. I don't trust him at all. So... Oh yeah, no the it, oh man the counter profiling yeah uh, so Bart <laughs> I see tons of terrible terrible shit on Bart because I'm on Bart all the guys yeah, at the time yeah, and uh, but no your friend with the two confirmed kills that's funny because there it has how it was related to me was after you kill somebody they force retire you and you get your pension <laughs> so him having two confirmed kills means that they pulled him back from retirement yeah they did to no, kill he, again he didn't they didn't retire him he's yeah to kill again and he's now doing some other job he's a cool dude i don't yeah. name him because uh the, the first him. one horrified him the second one he did for pleasure well the thing was i named him in an audience at tommy t's one time and he was cheering me on so that was, that was, nice. That was nice but yeah. but yeah i don't want to out him on the rail but bus driver number three two seven seven eight you know, fuck herself. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is just a small comment. I know yeah. you said counter racism, but I'm just highlighting what you said. Uh, reverse profiling mm-hmm. sounds like reverse racism. Yeah. Reverse that could profile. be real reverse funny. Yeah. Counter Maybe, might be funny. Depending yeah. on you feel out the crowd, but like, yeah. that could no, be really I, I, good. Anybody. Yeah. Well, no, one of the things that I, 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 I'm trying to be sensitive about is that, because uh, I'm like racially ambiguous, but I have a voice that sounds very white. Uh, Terry knows this uh, about me and all that, and and so uh, so it's one of those things where it's like you straddle a line where uh, it's one of those things, you know, you borderline coming out. I don't, I'm not a racist, but you know, if you're old and black and you drive a bus, you're gonna you're gonna accuse me of stealing or not paying my bus fare, something like that. I, don't, I mean, it's gonna come off like that. Well, I so. mean, something you could do if you did go that route, mm-hmm. you could also just like say a little quick thing that like forgives it you can yeah, just be like they're free. probably tired you know of racism yeah tired of racism yeah <laughs> you know, like, reparations like, yeah I'm like, like I didn't oh, okay. I didn't yeah. I didn't have any yeah. slaves something like that oh, you know, it's whatever. gotta be I'm Mexican too it's, so. it's, it's gotta be weird when they're in the front of the bus the whole time yeah no, because yeah. they're driving it. oh Pam come on Pam really Pam really Pam wow that hurt I'll be honest with you I did not expect that to come from one oh man that was that was a good one. Yeah, that, yeah. That was, that's that's definitely right up my alley. Uh, but no, that's that's the thing. I'm trying to just turn this into a, like I I like doing bits where it it calls out certain things and I can. I, who knows? You might run into this bitch's family one of these days at a comedy. I do Tommy T's a lot, and I'm hoping one of her family members is there. I know her. That's you know Ruth. All right. That's that it. Yep. Good. All right. Thanks. Yay! Puck you bus driver. Th- Three one one four seven. See, I already forgot the number. I'm not good with numbers. Your next comedian, uh, 
I it's so stupid. I actually should use this show to help me be a better host because sometimes I just say words and then I try to turn them into some kind of like opening for the next comedian, but I'll end on something stupid. Like I'll talk about dicks and then I'll say like, oh, but his dick is, and I'm like, I should not be talking about your next comedian's dick. Put your hands together for Boris Shakurko. <laughs> What was that? That's so. Also, you didn't say anything. You just brought up. That was weird. That was weird. Um, yeah, I'm a. I'm strictly against uh, dick pics. Uh, mostly because uh, uh, people say uh, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I don't want to know what any of those words are. That's my. I don't know. I feel weird about taking dick pics because I feel like a part of it is admitting that you're never going to reach a level of success that can be ruined by a dick pic, which is also known as any success. I don't know, guys. I, uh, I love San Francisco, but I feel weird about it politically. I feel like we got, we, there's a lot of hypocrisy in San Francisco, especially when it comes to uh, things like immigration. Because when it comes to people coming into this country, we're all like, yes, let's be inclusive. This is a place for people to seek refuge. Da, 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 da. We should let people in. But when it comes to people moving to San Francisco, we're all like, get the fuck out. If my rent goes up a dollar, we're deporting everyone. It's weird. I don't know. I, I, I love living here, but I didn't like growing up here because uh, everyone started smoking weed at too young of an age. Like, Toys R Us shouldn't have to carry, like, Fisher-Price bongs. Like, that's a weird product. Or Gerber Baby Edibles. That's also weird. As an eight-year-old, you just want to play basketball. You're not at that age yet. Like, a six-year-old sitting on a couch smoking weed-eating Doritos. That's weird. What are you going to do in your teens if that's what you're doing when you're six? All right, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. I think it's weird that... uh. I don't know. This actually happened today. I was at a urinal, and I don't know if you've ever encountered this, but I was at a urinal, and uh, there was someone else next to me at a urinal, and he asked me uh, uh, while we were both peeing, he said, uh, so what do you do? And I'm like, are you trying to network in the bathroom? What? Are you next going to ask me for like a LinkedIn endorsement? We're peeing right now. Focus on the task at hand. I don't know. I, some people say they want to donate their body to science, uh, but I think that's a weird place to get vague. What type of science? Physics, chemistry. What if they want to use your body as like a human ballistic missile? That's obviously not something you'd want. I don't know where that's going. Um, I don't know, guys. Uh, dick pic, dick pic. I don't know. It's weird because uh, I, I want to have faith in the future, but then there's a lot of reasons to have no faith in the future. Like... I'd like to think that by the time I'm 40, maybe we are close to curing cancer. But then I see Facebook posts that ask you to do basic arithmetic and no one can get it right. You know, no one knows order of operations. It's like fucking like five divided by two times three and everyone's like, I don't know, I feel like it's 69. I feel like it's 72. It's like, why would we ever get anything done? And more importantly, you're okay with this being public and you want people to share it? That's weird. All right. See if there was anything else. Um, it's weird. I I think it's weird that like Uber and Lyft, they all have the option to uh to get a car uh to order a car that's black. Um, I feel like that's weird because I don't know why 
Um, I don't think that's that important. I think a better a better option would be uh, to specify uh, what ethnicity you want your driver to be. I feel like that could be... No. Okay, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Give it up. Boris Shakurko, everyone. Boris Shakurko. Uh, bef- I, I have a comment to start with. You had a really lovely premise about um, kids here smoking too much pot, but... Yes. Yes. Um, and it's a great premise, but uh, you did some very lazy writing. In fact, it was sort of maybe off the top of your head. You got it. If you sat down and wrote for like 10 minutes, yeah. all of the things that you could get at, at yeah. do you know what I mean? You just have to sit down with it. Yeah. It's really funny. Baby's first vape. You know, like the the my, my dab kit. Like, I don't smoke weed at all, so I don't even know so, the reference. Like I, you need I to right. So you need to do a little research, research, research yeah. a little research, because it could be so funny. It's yeah. a really, really great premise. Yeah, of course, I'm right here, man. I know, I'm here every day. We you just need, need to talk to me. To, yeah. Yeah. Just write, just just write for ten minutes, and yeah. just write as many edibles and things like specific names and chocolate, yeah. whatever. Like, and that joke will be so funny because it's a great premise with Flintstone vitamins. We don't know what right, the, the origins gummy bears, are. Yeah. The, you know the, the fucking gummy bears. Like, yeah. they've gummy been bears, eating... All they've of that been, shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so your pee joke was pretty funny. I think uh, maybe yeah. you could do a little bit more build-up in the beginning where you guys... You have like a moment or a small conversation and then he leads up to asking you what do you do. Or maybe he's like looking at you weird or yeah. some, some build-up so that when he asks that, you're just like, what? Like, why are yeah. you trying to know where we in the bathroom right now? So, yeah. Well, also, like... You're wondering what the purpose of why would you ask someone at a urinal, what do you do? Like, yeah. What is the, you you have yeah. like a, yeah like Pam said you have like some decent premises there, but you need to get more specific yeah. and come up with more examples. Like in that case, you talked about like LinkedIn endorsements. Like what yeah. am I what am I fucking endorse you on right now? Like you pee quietly. Like that's yeah. all I got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe maybe he's a urologist or he's a he's a he's yeah. he's a kidney specialist and he heard he heard some you know, kidney stones, or he's like, you're, geez, your pee really smells like vodka. You, you should worry, he, he, or whatever. He's a tech bro with a new app. It, that there, just, yeah. that, it's as simple as that. Tech bro <laughs> with a new app about peeing, and that's, you, you got it right there. Timing your pee, or, I mean, there's yeah, gotta be something yeah, it's, there. It's, it, I, there. Yeah. There's I'll something there. Or, or about dick measuring. Yeah. Uh, you know, or the, maybe the pressure of the pee as it comes out, it measures it to see yeah. if you're gonna be having erectile dysfunction in the future, or if yeah. there's some oh, sort so of like. A thing? Oh, no, is it's, a, thing? it's a, a new SCD detector. Oh, shit. Yes, and he, it's like, why does he, why does he think I've got, I need this? And it's like, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so just keep okay. playing with yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Just keep driving. Yeah, yeah, just just like your dick. Keep playing with it. Thank you. Yay! Boris Shakurko. Hooray, hooray. All right, your next comedian. Hey, she has a new show coming up here at Mutiny Radio. It's going to be on Tuesday nights from 8 to 10. It's all still in the works. We're excited. She's training today, but right now she's going to make you guys laugh. Clap your hands wildly for Jennifer Alves. Yay. Hey, fuckers. How are you? It's nice to be here. So I have two jokes I'm going to try to go over really quick. I want to get your feedback. Um, One is recently, like, I've been dumped. It's really, I know, it's sad, I know. I'm really sad about it, but everybody else is like, it's summer, ho is life. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't wanna do that. Everyone's like, let's just go to festivals and get drunk and meet guys. And I'm like, nah, I'd just rather go eat meat on a stick. Like, I'm not DTF, I'm, uh, I'm DTE. Like, I'm down to eat. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm all about. Um, so I started, yeah, because I'm, you know, I've been dumped and stuff and I'm getting older and I'm a mom. I don't really meet people on my way to Safeway. Um, so I decided I'd go on a dating app for the first time ever and I chose to go on farmersonly.com. That's the kind of man I like. Don't judge me. But, um, yeah, I've been talking back and forth to these guys, but it's weird. I'm a little nervous. Like, I, I'm, I'm nervous to, like, meet them anywhere because I'm so scared they're just going to pick me up and throw me in their truck and take me to, like, pull their crops or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. But yeah, and like I kind of feel like I'm being like silly a little bit with these guys. Like I'm I like I'm kind of catfishing them because like we'll be talking and stuff and they'll be like send a picture, you know, something racy. And so like I'll send them a picture of like a freshly sheared sheep. You know what I mean? Like I know what you like, fuckers. Okay, so that's my one. And then I'm <laughs> working on that one. And then um another one is um so I'm a I'm a mom. I have two kids. Whatever. It's not a big accomplishment. But anyways, actually, it's a big accomplishment if you knew me because they're nine and ten and still in my custody. So, like, that is something to be proud of. If you knew me, you would be proud that I still own them. But anyways, um, so I started um, I started reading them Bible stories. I know it's like a fairy tale. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what to do. Because, yes, do I believe in God? I do. I've prayed to him and things have happened. But then, like, am I going to tell, like, my children, like, there's an invisible man in the sky that's around you all the time. I don't know. I don't know what to say to them. But I've been reading them Bible stories just in case there really is a God and a heaven and a gate and stuff. And when they get there, it's like a quiz. Like, who did this? You know what I mean? Like, there's questions. Like, who was Cain's, you know, brother? You know, like, and that's the thing. Is Abel very good? Ding, ding. You know that. Um, also, like, I, I've been, like, reading them stuff from um, the, it's called, like, a Jehovah witness they have like these little books my little book of bible stories so my kids now say jehovah god which is cute um but then i took them to temple too so i don't know there's all these conspiracies going on i'm teaching them everything um but with the the at temple we're not allowed to talk about anything that comes after noah's boat like after noah's ark i don't know why but um, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my kids. Like, I can't beat them, so I want to, like, scare them morally. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, because if they have, like, guilt, then they won't, they won't hurt people and be bad humans. All right. All right. Whatever, mustache guy waiting for my light. He's all, when is she getting the light? Okay. Yay. I was only putting my hands hey. up a little bit on that. Oh, you do? Oh, I thought you were doing it judgmentally. Okay. Um, I love you. I love your voice. I love your mannerisms. I love the whole kid thing. I love the God stuff. I think it's all very clever and unique. Jeez, just ask her out already, Pam. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> just you have a unique presence on stage and, that, and, the, the, and it's like you're really bubbly and like really fun. Like I can't imagine an audience not being like, whatever she says. <laughs> like, yeah. But the, the, it was the dirty stuff about your kids staying with you, which implies that you're a terrible person. That was all great. And then with the moralistic stuff and the... Um, all that Jesus stuff that was all like really relatable even though I don't have kids so okay good. Yay. I don't have any okay anybody else 
I think you're first. So that first, the farmers, the whole dating bit, solid. Okay. Just it's like done. Just keep it. Okay. It's good. It's good. Um, I think you could probably think about more about like what you want your kids to like. I, I think you need to think of something negative that they could be or that they are. Well, my daughter's counter, favorite person like, in the Bible. Her name is Lilith, and she's oh. not even in the Bible. She was kicked out of the Bible, and my daughter is such a little like Wednesday Adams. That's her favorite person, and we only know that because we read this feminist book about called um women behaving badly so maybe you can do that you can be like i've got them reading this also i've got them reading this other stuff yeah. and you can be like she's learning like, to I've be got a them reading Bible stories, but the- they're just like she's picking out all the bad characters and the villains and the yeah, yeah yeah she does she yeah, likes so. the violent stories the best so like there's a one story route. about yeah the punchline like on that is, on a is the punchline on that is feminism in that you've got all these bible stories and you've and that you've got the Jehovah's Bible stories and you've got the Christian and you've got these Bible stories but then you've got these other ones you learn about Lilith because of feminism it's like its own it's basically equating it to a religion or to a bad feminism thing. is cute. the devil right exactly oh well I mean just God. it's but it, it's really cute that, that even that it's good like you right. never read it you're like oh she's not reading it for no she's reading it for Lilith but because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you, and you talked about the morals and if that's one of the morals you want to have instilled is feminism that's pretty cool yeah. okay yeah I think the idea of taking them to different religions and getting different things out of them like taking them to a temple and get so that they'd feel guilty about stuff yeah um and, and you could do uh, Buddhism and other, uh, other uh, faiths. But uh, no, with the Bible, I love it. Uh, you could keep going where, okay, they started, it, I realized the Old Testament was very violent, so we just skipped ahead to Jesus. Uh-huh. But then they wanted to skip to the end. And I was like, no, we can't go through the crucifixion. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have, we haven't got to that part yet, but I'm, I'm feeling like they're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's who they are. Okay, those are and, my and, humans. And, and yeah, I, I love her. So it's really good. Your daughter will love the Jesus story because it's he's a zombie. He comes back from the dead. She loves the Walking the dead. dead. Yeah. So first he cures Lazarus. First there's a guy who's dead for five days and they bring him back to life. Then I mean there's all kinds of stories about him doing weird zombie things. He and himself is a zombie and then we zombify him by eating his flesh and drinking his blood to remember that him. Is That's so like what Catholics do. It's so son. zombie, you know. I never got a first catechism or anything because my parents didn't love me. But this is all interesting. Thanks, guys. Yay, Jennifer, yay. We have a couple seconds left here on the Joke Workshop. Does anyone want to promote anything happening this week? Any shows that they have? Great, Arden's going to get up. Anybody else who wants to get up, please promote shows you have going on this week. Yeah, so this Saturday, 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 August 12th at Mutiny Radio, we have short loud and opinionated uh hosted by myself arden and rachel Raphael, and it's featuring james mora and Alyssa wisterland and it's going to be a fantastic time you're going to laugh your asses off or else uh we will scream at you uh and we may scream at you either way but you'll enjoy it because we're funny funny comics and we're all very short uh the tallest comic is me and i'm five whole seven on a good day uh, yeah, so come laugh and laugh some more. Uh, you can get tickets at slo812.eventbrite.com. Again, that's slo812.eventbrite.com. And uh, yeah, that's Short, Loud, and Opinionated, uh, August 12th here at Mutiny Radio. And if you Google Short, Loud, and Opinionated, I think we're the first Google result because I'm good at the SEOs. So yeah. Yay, Arden, yay. Does anyone else have any shows going on this week? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I will be doing, of course, the late mic open mic at Milk Bar this Sunday. We do it every Sunday, 1840 Hate Street. Get your hate up. Uh, it's always been a really fun show. We have, you know, we average 20, 25 comics, man. They come from all over. We get comics from L.A., San Diego, all over the Bay Area as well. This is the last chance of the week to be funny, and that's the late mic open mic at Milk Bar in the Hate Ashbury. Uh, we will have a guest host this week because I'll be performing down south at the Hollywood Improv on this Sunday, uh, which is my first time doing a showcase at the Hollywood Improv that I'm booked for. So I'm really excited about that. I've uh, done some guest sets and things of that nature. So I'm actually booked this week in LA. So I'm feeling good about that. And so if anybody knows anybody down south or is listening from down south, you should come out Sunday. I'm going to tear that motherfucker up. All right. That's it. Hooray, Terry Dorsey, yay. And uh, I'll see everybody this Friday at 8 o'clock on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. This week's theme is the dirt bags of comedy. The dirt bags of comedy. Uh, so they're all, it's like Alyssa Westerlund is the brawlest dirt bag. And you've got Marty. Well, Marty Cunning was supposed to be on it as a Burning Man burner dirt bag. But they're all dirt baggy in their own special way. Zach Wiseman is the headliner, obviously the biggest dirt bag. You've got Connor Marshall as the jumpsuit dirt bag. Why is Connor Marshall always wearing a jumpsuit? It's just part of his look. He's on that show too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, Cassandra Inglesby, she's like the cat lady dirt bag. Absolutely. So uh, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Yay, bye! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, 
theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. You mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. 
They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Anything you try has already been done before, and there's nothing really you can do about it. So remember to avoid taking risks and to whisper into feathers together in the dark. It's the right thing to do, and viewers like you. We like circuses in town, it's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze quad to elephant, see? Look on the train with the circus promise. It's intense. Listen to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown Party tonight. All right, folks, as you know, as you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday. Every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on MutinyRadio.fm. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to JohnStraussLaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. It's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship 
as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> okay, said Deputy Jeff- Jeffries. Did you want to come and meet me over at the station on Younger? Yes, said Hector. I can come there right now. Okay, fantastic, said Deputy Jeffries. See you then. Six o'clock, yeah, and um, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I got just a good feeling about this. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. This week on Bug House Square, I'm just so excited. Um, I don't, it's, I, I don't even know what to call it. Um, and it, I put a lot of, you know, I, put a lot of, I, I put some work, I put some effort into this. I got a bunch of records uh, from the flea market um, last couple weeks ago, and. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, like, mid-70s heavy uh, guitar, slinging, rock and roll. That's what uh, tonight is going to be. So uh, embrace the guitar slinging badass guitar folks and stick around for the next two hours. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. I, I, it's going to be good. Some good warm place Man come along And we give him a little race Was that A vigilante man Preacher Casey Was just a working man And he said Unite all you Working men Killed him in the river Some strange man Was that a vigilante man Oh, why does a vigilante man a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us 
pass around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
Fuck!